This morning on the third hour of today, watching your wallet. With inflation and prices on everyday items skyrocketing, we've got places we can save from gas to groceries. And one-on-one -on -one with President Obama. In an exclusive interview, he's opening up about protecting the environment. I think it has to be one of uh, the top priorities for all of us. And I got some advice on empty nesting. You can't let him see you cry, so you, you drop him off, and then you quickly leave, and then you cry in the car. Plus, big star is shining bright. Musician John Baptiste just cleaning up at the Grammys, and we're going to catch up with him live in Studio 1A. Plus, Michelle Williams and Ms. Tina Knowles-Lawson dishing about their new movie today, Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Ah, the third hour. Welcome to this third hour of today. Craig Melvin, Dylan Dreyer, Chanel Jones, Albert Roker uh, on this Wednesday morning, morning. on this on this hump day. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like sometimes we should refer to Al as Albert. As Albert. So just, the yes. only person who was, was Mrs. Isabel Roker. Oh, your mother. <laughs> That's it. Your mother. Probably when you were in trouble. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, then it was Albert Lincoln Roker. Oh, oh. Well, it's good to have all of us together. Yes, yes. yes. it's it good, to be, yeah. good to be back. We are going to start this morning, though, with that massive manhunt for a gunman who opened fire in the New York City subway during rush hour on Tuesday. The gunman hitting 10 people as 33 bullets mm -hmm. went flying among the panicked commuters. Police intensifying the search for the shooter overnight. NBC's Jesse Kirsch is on this story. He joins us from Brooklyn with more on the investigation and some breaking developments. Jesse, let's start there. What more can you tell us? That's right, Craig. We just heard from New York's police department, NYPD, confirming to NBC News that Frank James has been upgraded to a suspect. So police are now saying that 62-year-old Frank James, pictured here, who authorities have been looking for for several hours now, is now believed to be the person responsible for this shooting rampage yesterday morning. Police did not say what led them to believe that he is now a suspect, no longer a person of interest. Police also did not uh, say anything as to whether or not he has been apprehended. So at this point, as we understand it, this is now a suspect who is on the run from authorities after causing chaos in the subway tunnels below where I'm standing right now on 36th Street in Brooklyn yesterday morning. So Jesse, uh, this morning we're hearing from some of the survivors. What are you hearing from them? Well, we've heard them describe uh, harrowing accounts, people seeing uh, bullets flying, people being injured by the gunfire, people trying to escape for their lives. One person describing seeing a teenager with a bullet in their knee. We also know that there were several children who were injured, a total of four children at least, according to New York's governor, the youngest, just 12 years old. So you can imagine the trauma those people were going through. And just a reminder, for those who aren't familiar with New York's subway system, this is in many ways the pulse of many people's day. People ride the train to work, they ride the train to school, so there would be children commuters and this train was heading into Manhattan where a lot of people work and again this was during rush hour yesterday morning that train though is back open New Yorkers back on the subway here on 36th Street yes. all right Jesse Kirsch for starting us off there there in Brooklyn Jesse thank you all right turning now to the struggle as inflation in the U.S. reaches a 40-year high according to data released yesterday from the Bureau of Labor Statistics consumer prices rose eight and a half percent in March from a year ago and now it's hitting us hard in everyday products like food and gas so we've got NBC News senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn here to walk us through some of the best ways we can say Vicki good morning good morning good morning, good morning. 
morning to you all. All right. So what does this mean? I mean, this is the highest we've seen inflation since the Reagan administration. So how is it affecting our wallet? Yeah, 1981, Al. We're talking 41 years. And a lot of people are wondering, why is this? And people blame the Biden administration, and he is blaming the war in Russia. But the truth is, it's really a combination of factors. You're looking at $2 trillion in stimulus funds and other funds that is sitting in consumer accounts right now. There's so much pent-up demand to spend, and you're seeing it, right? People are buying everything, even though things cost more. So there's really no market force to bring prices down. Mm. That's why the Fed is getting involved, and they're promising all of these rate hikes. That makes our money more expensive to borrow, but it also slows spending, which will also stabilize prices. But in the interim, what does it mean for us? It means we have to budget. We really have to go back to the basics. Yeah. And this is a great exercise, I think, to do with our kids. We don't have enough financial literacy that's taught in schools. Mm -hmm. So you sit down with a pencil and a piece of paper, and you write down what is our monthly income. Mm -hmm. And then you write down what are we spending money on. And then you will start to see little things like Maybe it's that cup of, cup of coffee yeah. or it's that lunch that you buy out every day or it's the candy and snacks that you buy that you may not need and you can find ways to trim your budget there. And as far as big interest, which is costing you money on your home loans, your car loans, tr credit card bills as well, yeah. try to pay down those high interest loans first. They are small steps that lead to big savings. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about uh, the ethanol gasoline mm -hmm. blends. President uh, Biden has signed an emergency waiver to suspend to to reverse the suspension on those blends. Mm -hmm. So there's not many gas stations that actually sell that type of gas. So how else can we save money? No, it's like 1% of gas stations will have access to this ethanol blend. It's like a corn-based fuel. And critics don't like it because they say it contributes to more smog, smog mm -hmm. and more pollution. But there was President Biden yesterday standing next to a huge pile of corn powder announcing this. Mm -hmm. Because why you add more supply, that helps to bring prices down. That's what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. But obviously, we don't have all access to that ethanol fuel. So first things first, you may not know, but a lot of gas stations in your area probably have some sort of app. It's free to sign up for. Mm -hmm. If you link a credit card or a debit card, you buy your gas through that app, you will save money. And then mm -hmm. there are the traditional ways, your grocery chains, uh, your membership clubs, Costco, Sam's Club, mm -hmm. you can find discounts that way. And then also apps like Waze or Google Maps will yeah. tell you where to find the cheapest gas. Oh. Fill up at the beginning of the week, not the weekend, mm -hmm. and look for those gas stations on your route, not the ones right off the freeway or the ones in the middle of the city. And finally, I always get busted for this when, when we're on. But carpool, yeah. walk, mm -hmm. bike, these are ways that you don't, you know, you can definitely save gas. And, 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 and bunch your trips together yes, instead of you know, those little individual mm -hmm. trips, just make one. Yep. I noticed one of those tips that talked about, like, grocery store membership programs. A lot of these places, you know, you get cheaper gas yep. if you're uh -huh. a member. And speaking of grocery stores, let's talk about saving money there. It, it adds up for sure. Yes, Chanel Dillon was asking me if I coupon clip. I absolutely always <laughs> Do you remember back in the day you had those things. accordions or my mom did, right? Oh, yeah. Your meats, your dairies, everything, yes, your yes. chips your snacks yeah. totally so now there's high-tech ways to coupon clip with apps consumer reports actually recommends flip f-l-i-p-p -P, there it is basket and ibotta and i will say Ibotta. basket and flip are just basically your coupon circulars but like high-tech on your phone so do they just you just when you're at the grocery store and you get to the checkout are the coupons just right there and yeah you just it tells give them your you phone? which ones exactly that's what mm -hmm. you do ibotta works a little differently where you would actually take a picture of your receipt after you're done shopping we did this with a thanksgiving meal and got like everything free oh so wow. if you really take the time to learn how these work, you can get a lot of food for free. And also, it goes back to meal planning. I know Joy Bauer comes on as a lot of make-ahead yeah. Mondays. I love how she reuses the food like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It gives you yeah, ideas yeah. of ways to remake right. it. 
My kids hate to eat leftovers. It's like the worst thing. Same so man. if you can kind of repurpose your food, you cut down on food waste, yeah. and you certainly spend less, but it requires a little bit of planning right. in the beginning. Can you Vicky? use coupons on like Fresh Direct and, and those delivery services? I for have not, not really been yeah. able to. I don't think so. Right. I think initially, yeah. and then that's it. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Vicky, yeah. you're those so great. Manufacturer coupons don't right. work. Okay. Thank you, Vicky. Yeah, Still a big fan of the vacuum sealer. You buy in bulk. <laughs> yes. Vacuum sure. seal. Put that in the freezer, baby. It's gonna have space. That's the only thing you gotta have space. That's true. I just want to hang out in your your house one evening and just see like that all, the, nope, all the <laughs> why not peek it through the window all the I want to see like how you oh, yeah. get this all done um thank you okay yeah. we have a proud moment here because uh, chanel we've talked so much about your documentary uh, stories we tell it was all about the fertility secret it won a gracie award and yes. we are so so proud of you it's a thank, big you. Deal. Yeah. thank you the graces by the way honor achievements uh, by women in the media and for folks who know it's a, it's a huge deal and of course the documentary itself helps shine a light on infertility struggle infertility struggles when women so often as you pointed out suffer especially women of color yeah thank you so much I just over the years I talked about it before so many women in my life uh, family members and friends were dealing with fertility issues and I just felt like their stories uh, needed to kind of come to light so this was a project on my heart for for a long long time so to fast forward to this moment is pretty yeah. special you poured so much of yourself I did thank you really I did. think I think it's still on the NBC app for free if you yes. want to yes. check it you out. You watched it when it came out, but yes. Chanel, you, I know what you did to put this on the air, and so it's so cool to see it recognized by the Gracies. Yes. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. you. Guys. Your well parents deserved. must be so proud because they were proud just I haven't told them it. yet. It's like, <gasps> oh, well, there you go. No, no. They'll be watching. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, it is. I think it is on the app because someone I know watched it recently. Oh, yeah. So. so just Google or search stories we tell on the NBC app. It's free. Using the power for good. Well, yes, Using the power for good. Coming up. Mr. Roker, Al's exclusive conversation with President Obama. They spent some quality time in the great outdoors. They bonded father to father. They talked about their kids. Uh, we're going to share more of that conversation coming up in just a few minutes. And then, then we're going to have some Yay! fun. Yeah. Oh, yes. We are going to chat. Yeah. None other than Jean Baptiste about adding, oh, not one, not two, not three, not four, five. <laughs> Yeah. He added five Grammys to his collection, <laughs> and he might just be getting ready for a dance party. I'm here, here for it. <laughs> John Batiste, yes. we need you. We yes. need you. you. Right back. Yeah. <laughs> this morning on Today Climate, we have more of Al's exclusive interview with former President Barack Obama. So during his time in the White House, you know, he worked to build a legacy of protecting the planet. And now he is continuing that call to action in a new nature series on Netflix. That's right, guys. Uh, it's called Our Great National Parks and showcases not only the beauty of the natural spaces around the world, but also just how important it is to protect them as our world confronts a worsening climate crisis. I got to meet up with the president at Great Falls National Park in Virginia. I think back to my own youth. I was lucky enough to live in, when I was a kid in Hawaii. The whole state almost is a, is a national park. So the oceans, the coral reefs, the mountains, the forests, that, that was part of my everyday life. And we're among trees. Former President Barack Obama has never been shy about his love for national parks. Here at Yosemite, we connect not just with our own spirit, uh, but with something greater. The Netflix series provides a unique look at the wild creatures and plants within these parks, while also acting as a call to protect them. Does this give you hope that, that these parks are kind of a, a buffer, in a sense, against 
what we see on the outside world, including climate change. Well, one of the great things about national parks is they belong to everybody. But part of what we also see in these national parks is how people are learning to take care of these amazing landscapes, but also the dangers that are posed by human encroachment. During your presidency, you protected more public lands, more waterways than any previous administration. Now that you are a private citizen, is, is climate change and the environment one of your top priorities? I think it has to be one of uh, the top priorities for all of us. I don't want to leave that kind of legacy for my kids and my grandkids, and I don't think any of us do. And that means that we've got to get to work. The team behind the series, James Honeyborn and Sophie Todd, say they've filmed for more than three years, covering 10 countries and five continents in challenging conditions. If you want to film a Sumatran tiger at the top of a mountain top, then you have to trek for 10 days through virgin rainforest to get there. It's incredibly arduous. In addition to spending his time out in nature, former President Obama has been navigating some political terrain, returning to the White House for the first time just last week. How did that feel? Well, you know, it was wonderful to see some of the old team. The fact that I could leave, though, was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Personal note, uh, our son Nick is getting ready to go to college. He's yeah. about to leave. You've been through it. Uh, you got any tips for, for us as far as empty nesting? Uh, well, first tip is um, you are going to uh, weep copiously when you drop uh, Nick off at college, but you can't let him see you cry, so you, you drop him off, and then you quickly leave, and then you cry in the car. Tip number two is um, you try to bribe them with like nice trips. Hey, we're going to Hawaii, you guys wanna come? So that they show up. <laughs> but look, seriously, uh, Michelle always said, and, and she's absolutely right about this, our job as parents is to teach our kids not to need us. It hurts, but when you see them as accomplished, confident, kind, thoughtful, responsible people, then you know you've, you've done your job. Some father-to-father -father advice before we became competitors in a nature scavenger hunt. We've got some great kids What's going here on, guys? From the Boys and Girls Club to Greater Washington. All right, is this Team Roker over here? Let's Roker. see Team Obama, though. One, two, three. Obama! Let's do it! <laughs> Getting ahead of us. The turtles. Oh, where? They're over there on that log. Anybody know what that is? Moss, yes! Oh, wow, look at all those tadpoles. This is skunk cabbage, guys. Oh, my. Oh. Woo! That is stinky. I think it's a tie. Yeah. Everybody, good job. Way to go. Woo! You guys right. were outstanding on our scavenger hunt. Great time. Uh, Ranger Aaron and my uh, Ranger Frenice, yeah. who was uh, Team Roker, a great job. He even gave me my little, uh, oh, uh, little junior Ranger Congratulations. Uh, and you can watch President Obama's new show, Our Great National Parks, on Netflix starting today. And he's not stopping with the show. He's launching the Wild for All initiative, encouraging folks to get outside, learn more about nature conservation. And you can catch more of our conversation on our streaming channel today all day, starting at noon Eastern. I could watch five minutes more I, of that. I know. That was so great. Was Thank great. You. Kate Redding. Our, led, led our team. That was Just awesome. Terrific. And you're a junior yeah. ranger now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a promotion. That's right. <laughs> I'm a senior junior ranger. Yeah. <laughs> the oldest one around. All right, coming up, the oh, wow. No, well, That's
the ridiculously talented John <laughs> Baptiste is hey, with us. John. Talk about his big wins at the Grammys and the special new project that he has coming up. Woo! Love it. Then Michelle Williams and Miss Tina Knowles Lawson are together again, this time in a new movie. We're going to catch up with them when we Hi. Hello. Oh, we're in, a, in for a treat here. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about this guest all morning. Multi-talented recording artist, John Batiste, took home an impressive five, five awards at the 2022 Grammys, including Album of the Year for his EP, We Are. And We Are is currently number one, of course, on the R&B and Soul Charts on iTunes. And this morning, here to talk about those exciting Grammy wins, his number one album, and oh, so much more, is the man himself, John Batiste. Dance your way. Hey! Hey! All right. Yes! yes. There yes. We go. Bring it! Oh! Oh! oh. Hey! Oh. I love it! Yes! <laughs> the only guest oh, to do that. And you're the real deal because you were dancing even there behind the wings uh, there. Uh, oh, congratulations. Really? Congratulations. Congrats. Yes, indeed. We having a good time. Life is beautiful. Amen. Yes, yeah. it is. I mean, what? I mean, five wins at the Grammys, album of five. the year. What is it like to be you right now? <laughs> it's it's um it's amazing to see not only the wins, but to have my family there with me. Yeah. yeah. My grandfather is almost 90 years old. Wow. Oh, wow. He was sitting right there in the center in the king's chair. <laughs> and he saw his grandson walk on the stage and win album of the year. Oh, my goodness. And my nephew was seven. Seven. We recorded this. He was five when we recorded this. He's the youngest Grammy winner ever. Oh, that's right. Because they also part of the, they put They're all part of it, right? He was featured on the track We Are. Mm -hmm. And... It's the first track of the album. It features my high school marching band, the St. Aug Marching 100, legendary high school alumni marching band I was part of. And it was basically the whole city that I, I, I grew up with, everybody that I could think of that was important to me growing up in New Orleans, I put on this album and featured. And all of them have Grammys now. Yeah. That's the beauty. It's not just me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The whole community. We are. Everybody. Yeah. We are. So, you know, when I listen to this album, I see it's number one and I see everybody's, you know, renewed excitement for this, this, this record. I, I'm, I'm so moved because it was not just me. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was so many of us. And, you're, you're saying, and you say busy. You know, I was just thinking about this because those Grammys won't be lonely because they join your Oscar <laughs> for the 2020 animated film Soul. Oh, yes, yes. Where do you keep all of these? Where are you keeping them all now? I, I, have, uh, I have a plan. Okay. Oh. See, I want to take everything that I, I win, um, everything that I'm acknowledged for, and, and use it to inspire people. Okay. I want to figure out something, whether it's an archive, whether it's some sort of museum placement, even just somewhere back home or somewhere That's that great. young people can see it. Because I don't want to just have awards that collect dust in, mm -hmm. in my house and remind me of what I did in the past. Amen. Mm. I want to keep moving. Yes. I'm creating. I'm, I'm ready to make the next thing. I have a symphony that's premiering in May in Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Tell, tell come us out. about come yes. Where is yes. May Done. 7th. It's, Done. It's, it's May 7th in, in Carnegie Hall. It's um, incredible for me because it's the first time I'm premiering something this large. Mm. It's a, it's a four-movement over 200 musicians, the modern definition for me of what a symphony orchestra would be. If it was made in the 21st century yeah. mm -hmm. in America, it would have 
you know, marching band musicians next to classical musicians, next to indigenous folk musicians and Native American musicians, mm -hmm. next to jazz musicians, yeah. next to electronic musicians. That's going to be a oh, massive piece. Wait, so. I know. And, wow. and, and, you know, you, we've been marking your professional milestones, but you recently created a new personal my, milestone, marrying Suleika, <laughs> your longtime partner. That's beautiful. That's, a nice that's, ring. that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How has life changed with, with that ring on your finger and, mm. and her next to you? It's the best thing that you can do if you find the right person. Mm. If you find the right person, it's it's beautiful. We met when we were in you know band camp as kids. Oh, you know? really? We've been knowing each other for like the five phases of growing <laughs> up from adolescence to adulthood. You know the the dorky teen phase when I had braces and <laughs> baggy baggy clothes. <laughs> you know I I just feel like if you have the right person, yeah. it makes life much better mm -hmm. no matter what you're going through yeah. you could be going through the hardest times you'll be going through something that seems insurmountable and you could still feel a, a peace yeah uh, and, and that's what i feel so yeah. you know. one of the things i've always admired about you um perhaps long before a lot of folks showed up to the party you've never forgotten where you came from mm -hmm. and not only have you not forgotten i feel like your art pays tribute to it it's mm. it's this unending homage why is that so important to you Oh, it's it's giving me so much. I think yeah. about everybody who has created the space for me to now have the success that I'm having. You, you have lineages, generations of people, traditions that have been hard fought and established in a way that now someone like me who's born into all of that mm -hmm. has this opportunity as an artist to combine things that have never been combined before, take styles of music, take forms of art, put them together in ways that haven't existed before, and do it in a way that brings people this transcendent feeling. Mm -hmm. It's always more transcendent if it's bigger than yourself, if it's more than just, I'm going to lift myself up because I'm talented. You know, that's, that's over here. That's great. And everybody who's talented and has a gift, that's a beautiful thing to share. But when you think about it as something that's a continuum, yeah. it's yeah. amazing how transcendent that is. And that's yeah. the kind of joy and, and uplifting uh, catharsis that I want in my art. And it comes out through your body. Where do the moves come from? Yeah. We gotta go to break, but I just... You know how it is. In fact, <laughs> hold on, hold on. You get up and you want to move. Uh, okay, oh, can you show us? Okay. Yeah, show us a little. Okay. So it's just like something about... You just kind of get... I don't know if I can do this. Become the music. Become the music. Come on, music. That's it. Become the music. I can't be worse than Craig, so... <laughs> this is where you live. <laughs> All right. John, thank Al's you gonna so live right here. back to the fourth hour. Yes, that's right. I will be right. here. I will love it. I'm loving it. You know, hey, you know you're going to get hung up. You know somebody else who can dance. Oh, yeah. Michelle Williams. Oh, yeah. I'm Miss Tina Knowles Lawson. I wish y'all were here in the studio, but we're still going to talk to you. There you go. We're moving. We're dancing. We're going to catch up with these two about the thriller that's Brought them back together. Take us home, John. Hey. We'll be right back. Yee. Touch the screen. Woo! <laughs> yeah! Touch the screen. Hey! hey. Our next guests are Hollywood powerhouses. <laughs> Singer and actress Michelle Williams got her start in the Grammy-winning group Destiny's Child. And Miss Tina Knowles-Lawson is a producer, entrepreneur, stylist, and mom to Beyonce, Solange, and Kelly Rowland. Well, now, well, now Miss Tina's joining forces with Michelle in Lifetime's Wrath, a Seven Deadly Sin Story. Ah, uh, yes. All right. So Michelle plays Chastity, a lawyer who falls for the wrong man. Mm. And when she starts to question her faith, she turns to her mom for advice. Miss mm. Tina, Michelle, good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 
I really enjoyed watching Ooh. your faces watch that clip. Michelle, I'll start with you. You're certainly no stranger to act, to you know acting. We've seen you shine on Broadway in Chicago, Aida, but now you're starring in this thriller. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh, gosh. I, I'm holding back tears now because I just remember the emotion in that scene and how safe I felt. Um, with Miss Tina being there and treating me like she has always treated me for the past 22 years, never to forget my faith and how strong that I am, but at the same time, letting me know, don't ever forget who gave you what you have now. Mm. Mm. It's a perfect Easter message, you could argue. Miss Tina, um, this is your breakout role. <laughs> I mean, what was what was it like being in front of the camera? How, how did Miss Tina prepare for the role itself? Actually, uh, my husband is an acting coach, Richard Lawson, and an actor, and I thought he could help me, and he couldn't help me. Kelly was busy, everybody was busy, and Blue Ivy actually helped me prepare for the Ooh, wow. How? <laughs> uh, just to learn my lines. <laughs> and uh, he, he told me a couple times, Grandma, I don't know if this is for you. Oh, no! Oh. <laughs> Honesty. Wanted me to get every word right, you know, how I couldn't have live at all. So she helped me. And, and Michelle, you've got a fight scene in, in, in this movie, and, and you kicked some major butt. Uh, how hard did you work getting those moves down? Well, thank the Lord for martial arts experts that were standing by. <laughs> um, I didn't do everything right, but thank God for help on the side. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> look at that. Oh, look at that. See? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Get it, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did, you enjoy, did you enjoy that part of it? I really did. I enjoyed it all. Um, it was just um, a, a lot of work. Um, I was excited when they said rap, <laughs> but I, I so enjoyed working alongside Miss Tina in this capacity, mm -hmm. and it was so easy. She found herself even fixing my hair on the side, <laughs> and I, I literally felt just this maternal presence. I felt safe as soon as she arrived. Aww, that's great. And and Miss Tina, I mean, is is acting going to be your thing going forward? I know you also have an episode of uh, the. The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, that airs on Disney Plus today. Al's also uh, made an appearance on that show. What, I mean, is this your new thing? <laughs> oh, it, it was on my bucket list, though, so I can I can check that off. I love it. Well, it's great, both of them. Michelle, I want to mention you've been an advocate for mental health. And during the pandemic, I know you created this podcast. It's called Checking In. We've got the mic there right there in front of you. Why was it so important to do this podcast? It is so important to normalize the conversation of things surrounding our mental health and issues that can arise with our mental health and to let people know that they're not alone, there's nothing wrong with you, and that it is okay to seek help. So I'm just normalizing even hearing people hear the words depression, mm -hmm, anxiety, yes. and how you can get the help you need and possibly even overcome um, some circumstances. Absolutely. Miss Tina, we've got to go, but I want you to come back next time and tell us about your passion project, the Waco 
Theater Center. We want to hear more about that. It's a fantastic project as well. Thank you both, though, for coming on this morning. Thank you, guys. I should tell everybody, Wrath, a Seven Deadly Sin, or Seven Deadly Sin story premieres this Saturday at 8 p.m. on Lifetime. All right. Thank well, you, guys. Yep. Uh, coming up, we've got craft projects that are perfect for your Easter decor or just celebrating spring. Then later, we're going to liven up our spaces with plants. No green oh. thumb required. We have an unbelievable ah. easy way to take care of them. That was, that was I know you want me to make like a tree and leave. Oh, anyway, no more. No more. We've got more when the third hour of today continues. Welcome back. We are getting hands-on with some DIY projects to decorate your home. Here with affordable ideas for Easter, just bring a little spring into your space. Lindsay Pierce, she's the owner of Craft Studio here in New York City. I met Lindsay years ago with my kids. Yes. We, we did birthday parties at yes. Craft Studio. Yes. Yes. So much fun. Uh, it so. was. So here you go, something to help us yes. you know, get use those unwanted, unwanted socks, socks or un the you know, the, the mismatch. Oh, we have so many lonely socks at home. Look how easy this is. You can create these adorable sock bunnies. You put it around a cup. Who wants to help me with the first one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Name all, all over right. It. Fill it up with some rice, okay. and then it becomes a bunny bean bag. Oh, cute little that thing. is so cute! And then you fill it up. You get it to the you know chubby bunny right. status you want. Aww. You twist a pipe cleaner, repeat it for the head, and then guys, look, this is what a great idea. All you have to do, you do not have to be super crafty to do this. You just oh, cut it down the that's middle, so and cute. the ears flop. Oh get my some ribbon to tie around. And I've got striped socks, polka dot socks, so easy. Ready? Just pop them on. Those are cute. And how cute. That's a win. Put them around your house in an Easter basket. It can be a party favor. You like it? I love it. You just made the bunny scary. Yeah. I love it. Now on to Dylan. bunnies are fun too. So cute. Okay. What is this? This is a gnome house. Okay. This brings me big David the gnome vibes from my childhood. I don't know if anyone remembers that one. David the gnome. But how cute is this in front of your doors? Like a little spring welcome. All you do is you go to any garden center and you can get these terracotta pots and look it. You simply just. I pre-painted them. Wow. You stack them, and it looks like a little mushroom house. That is and so then, ready, cute. Craig, yeah. You're up. Put some glue around, oh, and then all hard. you do is you stick your fun little accessories, like some moss. We got our gnomes. We got these. It's right wood. down here. Yep. Wherever you want to put some little accessories. Oh, that's clever. That's in. really there's cute. A, yeah. There's a little park near our apartment where these just pop up, oh, like, like these, these little houses, fairy houses. Right? Probably Lindsay I putting know. them out. I know. <laughs> it's me. It's me. I'm the. I'm the. Right, I'll let you do that. Okay. Moving right along. So this is a nice spin on the gingerbread house. I love an edible craft because I love sweets. This is so much fun. Edible craft. I know you and your little ones like to cook and oh, play. Yes. So, so it's basically just building. If you want to try sticking the first two pieces together, okay. you squeeze an icing bag. Or if you don't have an like icing bag, you can use, yep. Okay. And you construct it and you just, it's amazing really how they cute. just stick. I like it because then, it's small and contained. Right? Look, like sometimes see? you get these there big kits. There you go. That's oh. all you do and oh, it'll dry. Messy. And then this is my favorite part. You make a little peep house. You take some of this Easter grass. I like the recycled paper kind. And here, I'll try. Take okay, some. All you're going to do is you make a nest by oh, like so putting it around your fingers. Oh my goodness. Take your icing, oh, stick it so in, cute. and then it's like the little people, oh little baby so pee bags. You Aww. stick that I in. Love that. Adorable. And then right? you put them in there. And how fun. You can I do this that. at your gathering as an activity. And That's then a dessert. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I Okay. I know. Look at this one too, guys. This is just an old clear canister. You fill with jelly beans, put a little cup in there so the candy doesn't get wet, and put the flowers in the cup. 
Line it with peas. That is a win. Right? Okay, we have 30 I seconds know. left. This is my favorite. I love this. It's a daffodil muffin wrapper. You dip it in yellow food coloring, and then it's a little vehicle for candy, which is my favorite. And then behind me, look at these paint swatch garlands. Oh, that's oh, clever. Yes. Right? Brilliant. Not oh just goodness. Easter. Think shower. Think spring garden yes. party. Yes. Book clubs. Lindsay, that's a good idea. So happy that's to win. Happy Thank Easter. You. Happy Easter. Happy needs. everything. Happy Thanks everything. So I definitely And these are doable. You love a warm death. This is, this is, you know, the, the, the stale peep. It's great. The stale peep is better than a fresh peep. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Telling you. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, we're going to say kind of in the plant space. Coming up, we're going to meet the plant whisperer. Yes. If other people's house plants have you seen green, he is here to help you with suggestions for the easiest and trendiest ones to add to your space at home. And coming up tomorrow, a rapping bishop who's grabbing people's attention and making history in more ways than one. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is so I love it. Oh my goodness, that was so much fun. Today is International Plant Day. Can you believe it? <laughs> Whether you're a green thumb or not, we have some advice on taking care of your plants. Hilton Carter is a plant therapist for the home site apartment therapy. Hilton, so honored to have you here. We need yeah. some help. Thanks for having me. So before we get into what should folks know before they even buy a plant? <laughs> Smooth, great. Well, <laughs> first, That's why I kept before, going. They, before they buy any plants, they should make sure that they understand what kind of light quality they have in their homes first. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you have the spot in your home where you want a plant to go, figure out what type of light that spot gets, okay. then take that information to your plant shop where the people there, the experts there, can help decide on which plants can actually tolerate that type of light. That's okay. the first thing you should do because you want to set yourself up for success. That's the best thing from junk. Okay. okay. My mom is always on me and she says, you need some plants in here. You need some greenery in of here. Course. And I, I said, but mom, I kill everything. So what are the best starter plants? Starter plants. We're talking about starter plants. You want to make sure that you find plants that two, let's say, that are low maintenance okay. in, in terms of don't need a lot of light, don't mm -hmm. can tolerate low light, and also don't require a lot of water. Ah. So we have two plants here that actually work in both of those cases. Okay. You have your Sansevieria, aka your snake plant, mm -hmm. and you also have your ZZ plant. Both plants can be pushed into lower light spaces in your home, and they also don't require too much attention. And they're hardy. To water. I can attest Can you overwater them by accident? You can totally overwater any plants. Okay. That's what, how most plants die is because of overwatering. Over a lot of helicopter parents. Chanel, Chanel really funny. needs some help. Yes, Chanel, so how first can of all, you? these are gorgeous. I want to know Thank like a you. trendy plant, but yet something I can still <laughs> keep alive. You're looking for something trendy? This uh, always. <laughs> well, I would say what's trendy now are plants that have uh, a lot of uniqueness in their foliage, okay. a lot of great color. A polka dot shape, plant. Polka dot begonia, your Birkin philodendron. You can see all the beauty that's happening in the foliage here. This one scares me. It makes there. me like something's wrong. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like if that's happening to your plant like leave the house no no this is the way it's supposed to look that is exactly how that plant should look and the more light you give it the more beauty you'll see come from that. that's gorgeous so okay uh, but i also say when it comes to having a plant like this yeah. you don't just want to think about the foliage itself you want to think about the planters you're placing them in making sure you can also help style up your home okay so when we're talking about things like small cool from apartment therapy it's all about designers trying to find ways to not only bring the natural life together but, but the it adds a it's a piece it exactly. makes it a statement it's a piece, piece. Yeah, I hey, love it. Hilton, when you bring yes, your sir. plant home, uh, should you repot it and what should you use to repot it in? Great question. 
When you first bring a plant home, what you want to do is you want to have that plant acclimate to the space. Mm -hmm. So you want to keep it in its nursery pot, that little plastic pot mm -hmm. that it comes in, maybe place it inside of your designer pot mm -hmm. while it's in the nursery pot, let it get acclimated to the space, the light, you might see some foliage kind of die, maybe curl up, but don't be too concerned. Mm -hmm. That plant will then thrive in that space. But then you, once you have that happen, uh -huh. then you want to take it out of the nursery pot, put in some fresh soil, and then put it into that pot nice and sound. You've got a small space like your desk, a nightstand. What, of course. What's a, good, what's a good plant? You want to utilize the space that you have. You don't mm -hmm. want to take up too much of the floor space. So you can do, let's say, uh, staghorn ferns that are mounted. You can put those Ooh. onto the wall. Yeah, you yeah, have Greg like has that, Greg. That I do. Yeah, Greg, Greg likes the wall-mounted plant. That would be great he to do. walls. Oh, dude. But those, are even, those are easier to maintain. Are you yes. impressed? You looked at them I'm like, oh. I'm very impressed. Oh, yeah. Having melted plants is like next level. I like your style. But you can <laughs> also have like succulents. So people mm -hmm. love succulents because they're small in stature. They can fill or hug. Lower maintenance? Sort of lower maintenance when it comes to amount of water. High maintenance when it comes to light. light. Uh -huh. yes. Very much like Craig. Maybe. Yes. 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 Sure. I think Same. that's why sure. we're killing succulents. Yeah. This has been great, man. This Thank you so, so much. Good. For I think y'all are going to be friends. Like when I told you you had a living wall, you're like, oh. Yeah. Maybe well, you can always, walk with it's me. It's always great to meet another plant person. Oh, I person. love plants. I, plant I, people Craig, love plant people. Hey, this yeah. weekend, why don't you guys get together and watch this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you know when it's time to change your pet plant out of a certain pot? When they've outgrown that pot? Once you start to see <laughs> like roots coming out of the drainage hole. Roots. Yeah. Once roots, <laughs> once roots come out of the drainage hole, that's a sign you want to repot that plant. You're going to have to take your romance over there. We I have to do this for 20 days. If you're in New York, check out Apartment Therapy Small cool NYC event here in Manhattan Ooh. later this month. We'll be right back. I want to go. <laughs> Tomorrow on the third hour, Blank Creek star Noah Reed <laughs> joins us as he makes his Broadway debut. Hoda and Jenna uh, have more with John Batiste. That's right. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great have a good day. day.